Well, Cersei and Jamie are definitely dead. I thought there was a chance that they could escape, because I didn't think they would go out like that. I thought be a little more spectacular. I thought there would be something where we'd see them on, a, on an island or there'd be some kind of twist. And while I really like closure in a series finale, uh, it seemed a little too straightforward for Game of Thrones. I did like the episode overall, maybe because I just loved the show overall and I, I really wanted to see what happened and I loved seeing all the characters and I kind of liked how mundane it was after a gigantic war. So it was talking over fighting, and they kind of showed that. They showed that with the negotiation of Tyrion's release. They showed that with the council. Um, I, I did like that line, you know, where Sam is like, oh, well, why doesn't everyone decide? And you know, all the, the arrogant bastard nobles start laughing because that's what that world is about. The people, what do the people know? We're born into this. We know what's best, which was kind of the theme of it. So I did like that part. Um, I guess Danny's turn to really evil was done, like seeds were planted, but I did think it was done a little too quick where all of a sudden, you know, she's hearing cries of mercy and then she just, she just torches all of them. So I wish there was a little more motivation for her to do that. The seeds were there. It was just the turn needed to be exploited more. And it kind of brings me back to, and this is spoilers for Star Wars Episode Three, um, when Anakin turned. The seeds were there for him to turn, but when he actually did it, it's like, oh, that was quick. You know, and it was kind of like that with... Um, with Danny. I think, I mean, this episode's already being, you know, roasted. <laughs> Pardon the pun. It's already being roasted all over the place as a really bad episode. I didn't think it was a terrible episode. There were some Game of Thrones episodes that I watched, and I can't recall specifically which ones, where I watched and I was like, uh, okay. I wasn't left with that. It was like, okay, this is what the characters are up to. I'm glad there's some finality to them. I'm glad we, we know where what's really going on. I mean, aside from Drogon, it would be nice to know where Drogon's heading or what Bran is going to do with him. I, I, I like that Bran is the king. It, Bran, it's the logical and safe choice. But then again, it's Game of Thrones. The Game of Thrones doesn't do logical and safe, but maybe that's the point. Maybe they swerved us by doing something that's logical and safe. Therefore, it makes them unpredictable and dangerous. So, um... Um, maybe when George R. R. Martin, if he, if he ever finishes the books, um, he'll go into more explanation as to why if Bran, um, if Bran decides to, uh, if, if George R. R. Martin actually decides to make Bran king, which I think he will, I think he'll just have a better explanation. So, um... The death of Danny, uh, you know, it was the cliche, like, oh, you'll forever be my queen, and then they kiss, um, and then, you know, he stabs her out of the blue. I was like, oh, it makes sense, because she was off the rails. Again, wish there was a better explanation, but she was really, really dangerous. After he stabbed her, I said, well, what the hell is he going to do now? Because you figured the Unsullied were going to get him, Drogon was going to get him. He was all by himself, but... There was there was no blowback at all. I guess Grey Worm knew that if they killed Jon Snow, it would have been another war, and that would have been bad. You know, the, the North would have rebelled. So I wish that would have been explained a little further. 
I did like that Sansa became queen of queen of the North. Uh, if anyone deserves it, it's her. She's a very smart, wise, just ruler um, who will be a great queen. She looked like her mom. Uh, she looked like Catelyn Stark at the end. I wish Arya did more in this episode. I wish there was something else for her to do. I realize she saved the world, but I wish there was something. I wish there was something more, uh, I guess, more of a twist. Um, I kind of like that she's going off her own. I wish she would have stayed in Winterfell, but, you know, I don't know if there was really any explanation that she just wanted to travel more. She never really, you know, I, I understand she wants to be free and she wants to be independent. Um... You know, and Tyrion is a hand that he definitely did get his justice. He didn't want it. It was nice to see Bronn because I was wondering, like, where's Bronn in all this? And he's the ruler of Highgarden. Podrick's a knight all of a sudden. Um, maybe he could have, you know, been a soldier a little longer, but all right. Uh, Brienne, I guess, is part of, like, the the the, the, um, the king's guard. Bran's going to be a great ruler. You figure he knows everything, so he's especially going to be great, right? Because he can see the future. Um, There's a good, just council, you know, and of course, you know, I'm sure as the years go by, they will be corrupted in one way or another. But um, it's good humor, I guess, after all that death and blood and fire and destruction. So um, I'm trying to think of what other major characters. It was interesting seeing Edmure there. That was surprising. Like, oh, my God, Edmure, whoa. You know, where's he been? But he, uh, you know, I guess for a little bit of comic relief, even though it wasn't that funny, uh, he wasn't really needed. And that was Robin of the Vale, you know. I guess it was a different actor, but he was, he seemed kind of stable there. Um, So... uh, yeah, it was cool how a council kind of decided who would be king, and it just it just seemed really quick. Maybe, in, you know, if this was more realistic, it would have stretched out for a little bit more, a little bit more negotiating. But, um, so that was it. You know, it kind of it, it kind of followed the Game of Thrones model, where like the penultimate episode, something just just the action was just unreal. A lot of just wild action going on and war and violence and the last episode cleans everything up and it's not violent at all it just kind of brings everything together and that's you know that's that's what they followed um again i liked how it wrapped up it might have been wrapped up a little too nicely and a little too straightforward and that's not what we're used to in game of thrones but again maybe that's the point maybe they did that to to mess with us a little bit but um, I am going to miss the show. I'm looking forward to the prequels. I love the world that George R. R. Martin built. He's probably the best author I've ever read. Um, the show, uh, no show is perfect, but um, this was one of my favorite shows, if not my favorite show. It, it changed the way I look at storytelling. So used to the good guy, bad guy, good guys do good, bad guys do bad, and this was just such created such gray areas and moral dilemmas, and the books are even more so. So if if no one has read the books yet, please do yourself a favor and read them because it really, and especially if you enjoy the psychology of the characters uh, that I did, um, it really goes in depth. And just the I've never read a more descriptive book, um, and most books that I read now I compare to the Song of Ice and Fire series. And I thought that was funny that the history book was called The Song of Ice and Fire. And how can Tyrion not be mentioned? That's bullshit. That is such bullshit. But um, I, um, 
it's hard for me to read some fantasy books now. It's hard for me to read the Lord of the Rings because it seems too straightforward. Uh, I tried. It's just too straightforward now. I compare everything to Game of Thrones, to Song of Ice and Fire. I tried reading Conan the Barbarian a couple of years ago, and I could not do it. it I found it boring because it was too straightforward. It wasn't like, it wasn't as rich as Game of Thrones. So if, with what George R. R. Martin did, he kind of raised the bar for my, for my readings, whereas before, you know, I was able to read through something like, okay, cool, but he definitely changed the way um, how I look at storytelling and the, the moral uh, moral dilemmas and moral ambiguities there, which you know, which is what life is. So, uh, so congrats, HBO, Game of Thrones, George R. R. Martin, uh, Benioff and Weiss for, and they had a lot of imperfections, a lot. Um, I wish there were more women involved in the show uh, on the writing side, on the on the directing side, because there were definitely a lot of problems. Um, I wish there was more diversity in the cast. Um, and so, yeah, those are those are pretty big things. So uh, I hope for the prequels, some of the lessons learned from Game of Thrones uh, will be made right. Like Tyrion, given justice, but a fair justice to um, to the future shows. And I say shows because I, I don't think we've seen the last of Game of Thrones uh, shows on HBO. I hope not. And I hope George R. R. Martin writes a lot more books. And even when he finishes A Song of Ice and Fire, I hope he writes more um, of the the world of Game of Thrones, whether it's prequels. I doubt he'll go into a sequel, but, you know something and like um a night of the seven seven kingdoms is good because it goes into uh, it's about a hundred years before game of thrones and uh that's really good too so just the way he writes and the characters in this world are really really good so i recommend all of them there's the new targaryen book i think it's called fire and blood it's like i forgot what generation of targaryens it covers but i would imagine you'll get a better psychology of the Targaryens, which of course can relate to Daenerys. Daenerys. All right. So I think that's it. So on that note, everyone, um, you can find me on Twitter at MMAM Podcast. You can find me on Facebook at MMAM Podcast. And you can email me at MMAM Podcast at gmail.com. All right. Have a good one. Bye.